Good morning, campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. Episode 30. 3-0. Wow, we did it. Yep. It's a new decade. It is a new decade. 29 episodes. It doesn't feel like 29. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's been a good ride. It feels like 23. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the hot seat, the San Francisco <laughs> treat, the homie in the Grateful Dead polo shirt, Thaddeus uh, Elmore Moore, the second, third. James Thaddeus Moore, the fourth. Uh, James Thaddeus Moore, the fourth, yes. Uh, James and, Thaddeus Moore, the fourth. AKA a Murphy Ted. family heirloom passed on to a Moore. Yeah. That's yeah. the greatest Grateful Dead shirt ever made, I think. It is. Yeah, I gifted. When did I gift that to you? It's by the way, Phil gave it to me. Tad is where. Oh wait, did I? Oh, I got it. Um, where did I get that shirt? Oh, I bought it on eBay back in like 2007, it's like a, early eBay. Yeah, it's a polo shirt with like a steal your face logo where the uh, polo should be. We actually <laughs> we have a funny story about that shirt before it was passed down to uh, our guest, uh, the homie Tad Moore. <laughs> uh, by the way, what's up, my G? Not much, not much. Thank you for the shirt. Yeah. So we were, we, uh, for all the listeners out there, Philip Murphy and Brandon Murphy, we're (laughs) brothers, we're we're screenwriters out here, and we were pitching a show to FX like five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're in there, and, and when you go into these pitches, it's literally like you're at going before the parole board. There's like eight people in there from the network. Everyone's stone faced. They've heard a zillion pitches. They're, they're like, and the room is filled with posters of the of all the shows of that all you the, admire yeah. and watch, like Sons of Anarchy, all that. And so we're kind of just doing our like intro, like, oh hey, yeah, we're from uh, New York, and this is the kind of the idea of the show. It's based on blah blah blah. And the head of the studio is just staring at my brother. Like just <laughs> staring at his shirt. The, the head of the studio was in there for some reason. I think he just liked the title of the show. And we're just like, every, the agents are there. Everyone's like trying to figure out what's going on. And he just looks at uh, Phil's shirt and he's like, I, I'm sorry, is that a steal your face on a golf shirt? <laughs> it's like the most one-of-a-kind shirt, yeah. And, and I think we, we sold the show. We sold the show, but I think we sold the show at that moment. I don't no, think I it think had so. anything to do with... Well, because the, most Hollywood um, writers are such, like, dorks. Yeah, and <laughs> we're the coolest people on planet Earth, as as our guest, the homie Tad Moore, can attest to. I attest to that, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, Wait, is that is that your nickname, the homie Tad Moore, or is that, like, the <laughs> first I've ever heard of even say homie before? Yeah, I mean, it's like back in, like, Vail Colorado with dreads or something. <laughs> Working at a cool Not guy. That I ever did that. Working at a cool guy deli. Yeah, my dad's friend uh, has the same shirt somehow. When I was playing squash in it once, and he's like, "This is the best shirt ever. You can wear it with a sport coat and wear it to play squash." Yeah, and it's a like, good shirt. Very good point. And I had it with a sport coat. You do? Yeah. That, is that like a camel hair situation? It looked really sharp. Yeah, well, thank you. I wore it last night. So. Well, yeah, you have you have Grateful maximizing Dead. Maximizing my you have Grateful thing. Dead connections. Oh yeah. Let's talk about your that. Dad, your dad knows so, Bob Weir. So uh, the homie Tad Moore is from... <laughs> you're, you're like family's one of the original San Francisco families. I don't right? know about that. But, but yeah, one of them. Like, one of the... Like, you're old. You're ingrained yeah, into the with, fabric uh, of... Myself, yeah. I'm fifth generation, but uh, you know, obviously some back and forth in the old uh, 209 stock tone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, bought, my dad sponsored Weir for this men's club up there. So, right. so in the, the 90s, YMCA? they were buddies. The YMCA. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't think they see each other quite as much anymore. But but when I saw we were on the plane, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm Teddy." Morris after hanging out with you guys, and he was like, "Oh yeah," you know. And he remembered. He, I think he remembered the name. He didn't, he didn't really but for, but how does your dad know him? Uh, this guy who actually had the shirt, this kind of oh, the, the uh, red violin shirt, um, was through, through uh, a men's his buddy, club. and he said, "You know, uh, we were once joined Bohemian Club." My dad was uh, like, "Oh yeah, they don't really let rock guys in, but uh, you know, he sounds like a great guy." And that, now that there's all these rock guys in now, <laughs> that's uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the Bohemian Club, like the Bushes, are members in, like, right? 
I don't know. I, I can't really oh, we can't comment on talk, club talk business. About, uh, I'm not a member, yeah. so I can't really. But um, yeah. Mirror can talk about it on We're Here podcast, but he's a more valued member. Does he talk about it? Uh, there's one thing I saw on YouTube once just to see if I could, uh, not, not that I would know, but. But, like, a lot of people view this as some kind of, like, wealthy, occult-type situation, but that's total bullshit. Oh, occult would be a definite stretch. You know, I mean, there are things that aren't, you know, the most normal thing I've ever seen, but, I mean, from what I've seen and heard, it's, you know, a bunch of guys. But, but like, you you can go into a Google wormhole for hours on the Bohemian Club. Wasn't True Detective Season 2 kind of veering in that direction? They had a group based on House of Cards had something where he stopped by there and... uh, Alex Jones, uh, that Infowars guy, he actually was a guy that snuck in in like 2003. He right. must have been more liberal then or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, but at the end of the day, it, like the rituals, because like, they snap pictures of like all the crazy, there's like rituals that they have up at the, the Grove and it looks very satanic, but it's all just old, like sort of fraternity. Like our like any fraternity you're in has crazy yeah. rituals, you know, so. Mine had robes that looked like clan robes. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't see anything. You were in the clan. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so you take your blindfold off. South or something though. (laughs) It was in Virginia. How did the black members uh, like? They were. It was. They were freaked out. Yeah, because you you had some black kids in your fraternity, right? Yeah, yeah. So you you, you're blindfolded for an hour driving out to the middle of nowhere, and then you take the blindfolds off, and there's all these guys up on a hill with fucking brown robes that look like clan robes, right? With like little eyes cut out. It's fucking really creepy. These are African American guys wearing these robes. <laughs> no, oh, white. And then you no. take them off. It's a bunch of white. <laughs> yeah. There were some. Yeah, but then when you take it off, it's a black guy. It's like that Chappelle show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Really? There's a really bad joke that I heard. Is um, why no? Why do um, why do black people join fraternities when they're already brothers? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like, what did you hear that opiate? Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, so. But you, so Bob, we were from the Grateful Dead, but I've seen pictures of you on stage, like playing guitar with him. Oh, it was a private event kind of thing. Yeah. I was like 16. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you might have my kid gets up there. Right. Kind of yeah. And then let's, can you tell us a story about, didn't you get in a fight and his dad had Bob Weir call you? So yeah. So you got beat up. Yeah, I can't do a Bob Weir impression. I'll have to defer to Phil on that. But he's like, my, my dad's friend, this, the same guy with the shirt was like. Okay, so let's set the scene. I'm Bob Weir. Right. Yeah, so I'm all lump, I'm all beat up, and then I'm in a you know pretty bad mood on a bunch of painkillers and shit, and uh, uh, I get a phone call from my uh, no, I don't think it was out then. This is like 1996. Oh, I think it was oh, like the first Further Festival or something. Sorry to get right. off the mic, and uh, you can get off it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it, it's it's basically yeah, it's just as you said. I got a phone call, and my dad's friend was like, "Yeah, there's someone that wants to talk to you." And then you know, this is a very distinctive voice. It's like, you know, heard you get lumped up, <laughs> and I got all nervous, just as I am now. But you know, I'm all shaky because I almost got in a fight out in front. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, yeah let, what happened? What happened out there? When you um, I mean, it's kind of boring. But so I'm over two in Hollywood. I was literally driving back through Malibu Canyon and telling Catherine, I was like, you know, maybe we should, maybe I should move back here. Yeah, I think you'd like it here, and you know, I'm doing mm. a good boy, just in a great. There we go. Then I go to drop a rental car off. Mm. Of course, that's a pain in the ass. But then I get to Frolic Room. It was like I was invisible. Kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah, this then is a legendary bar frolic room that Phil is right up the street from the yep. house. Yeah, I mean, Charles great spent all kinds spot. of time. Great bar. Old oh, yeah. Best yeah. bar in L.A. Yeah, it is a great bar. I literally took an Uber straight there, walked over my suitcase. Maybe it was a suitcase. And then, uh, you know, sitting there for literally 20 minutes, I timed it. And I just kept making eye contact and, you know, fake smiling and shit. And then I was like, this guy's just being a fucking asshole. They weren't serving you. Yeah, and I wasn't. I mean, do I look? this? Well, the suitcase with the with the jag, you probably, they thought you were a vagrant. Oh, yeah. They definitely they did. De- they probably thought you were a vagrant. I but bet- the bouncer let me in and checked my ID, and we were like, Kind of uh, buddies, so uh, that's what was weird. And then I, so I went out of there, and then I left, and I was like, you know what? That kind of hurt my feelings. So I went back to the bouncer, and I was like, is it from the suitcase? And he's like, 
no, man, you go back in there, I, I guarantee you'll be served in, you know, one minute. I think it was a shift change or something. I was like, yeah, uh, whatever. Not, not the end of the world. I, I have no beef with the frog room. Right. I, I don't this. understand why they wouldn't serve you because of some of the other people that they serve. Oh, my God. Know. There were people in there that looked a lot worse for wear than I did. Well, that, I, no, I'm sorry, my suitcase makes thing. me look like it's, a transient. It's Tony, terrifying in Tony at the end of the bar, I mean, he's basically homeless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is uh, he that kind of long-haired, kind of old hippie Vietnam guy? Vet, he's he, that Vietnam vet. He looks like one of the guys from, like, Born on the Fourth of July at that wheelchair. <laughs> he looked like, like a guy from Born on the Fourth of July. Like a dog that he was petting and, like, some girl with, like, a nail shirt was talking One of the characters probably based on him. But, yeah, you can't go to the frolic room without him being there. And we've had all kinds of crazy. And he, like... He, we're like surrogate kids to him, but you kind of had had it. You took a girl there the other night, right? And I've just, t- I mean, I've taken a lot of girls awful. there. He's, you got to hug him, and you're just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the same. I, I was no, like you, all excited to get it kind of lubed up a little bit for uh, coming on Good Boy. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, whatever. You win, you win some, you lose some. But, well, no, yeah. you know what it is? That's it, very true. The, the, the appeal of going in and knowing that the drunk homeless guy at the bar is... Get the the shine of that gets less yeah. and less shinier the older you it, get. It's like he and you walk in, he's like, "Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, you gotta meet these guys! You gotta <laughs> meet these guys! Yo, come here!" And like you're you're just trying to like close with some right. with a girl, yeah, you know? It's like going yeah. to get a final drink before you go to Pound Town, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like there, it's just like how do you know this fucking like homeless? No, I know like, that's the thing. Well, I'm sorry I didn't come in with all these hot babes either. He yeah. didn't even say hi to me either. But the nine inch nails, forty five year old girl was kind of like she saw me leaving. I could see that she was kind of like. Oh, that you know, that's too bad for that guy. Yeah. But then the Uber, the five-minute Uber, he drops me off and he goes, is this it? I go, I don't know. I'm not from here. Can I look at the street number real quick? And starts speeding up when I pull my head out and oh I start getting in the car. And so I go, hang on a minute, hang on. And then uh, grab my suitcase and, oh, he's got this very loose, shitty Nissan kind of thing. It slams. He goes, you slammed my fucking door, motherfucker? I go, oh, whoa. Oh, just whoa. get back and forth. And then I, th- I thought it was Phil out front. It was actually... You know some some other folks, yeah. And uh, we got we got really into it. I'm like literally shaking right now. I'm like, all right, you, I'm definitely giving your ass fucking one star, motherfucker. <laughs> Just as today, you <laughs> texted like, me that you, you can't trust an Uber. No, well, we so um, a little context. Um, the 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 homie Ted Moore. <laughs> we we go back. We go way HD. back. Um, we go way way back. Uh, Taddy, the homie Tad is. Uh, he was in a band, uh, Lover's Diamond, that had a moment. Uh, once upon a time, that's how we all met. We are our paths all crossed there. We stayed friends. We've, we've been friends ever since, mm-hmm. and um, we became homies. And we became homies. Homies, yes. <laughs> and so that we word were, that we always use. We, we, but uh, Tad had some epic years here in Los Angeles. We have some wonderful stories about um, drinking all day, all night for days on end, waking up in. Uh, on Yoshinoya the street, drive-ins. on the street, <laughs> not ordering anything <laughs> with like transvestites, like. Like hovering over, uh, yeah, they were all about me. From yeah, they yeah. loved you. <laughs> they probably thought I was. Yeah. But Did you guys ever get kicked out of the frolic room? No, no, no but we've been kicked out of Shay J. Better spaces, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. And then we went down the street to the Cock and Bull, and I was like, "Hey, sorry." I was like, "Just a heads up, like my buddies, uh, we just got kicked out of Shay J. My buddy's a little drunk. He's like, you 'You're in a fucking British oh, pub, mate.'" Yeah. <laughs> and that was fine. That was like day three of. Like, oh yeah, you, you can't bender. get kicked out of Cock and Bull. No, I drove by yeah. it yesterday <laughs> from the airport with Catherine, and I started pointing at it and laughing. She's like, "What's so funny?" And yeah, I told you, her that exact you'd have to stab someone in the throat to get kicked out of yeah. that. Yeah, I'm down with a cock and bull. What's up with that turtle place around there? Uh, oh, they have turtles. Um, I don't know. I've, kind of, I've never been, I've never been it, there. It, it kind of gets into some cruelty uh, to animals. I think uh, that was one of the rank yeah, one of the, the douchiest bars in shit. LA. It, okay, yeah, good. They have turtle racing. Uh, yeah. I've never been there. But one of the but but anyways, so a wedding has brought us all together right. that we were at last night, which we can talk about. But on the way into the wedding, we pulled into the. It was on this like big 
canyon up in Malibu Canyon on this like big ranch, right? But there was like it's partitioned into like different areas, and there's different weddings happening at the same time. So we went into and on TV, Kevin Bacon is levitating in a chair. <laughs> yeah, sorry to stop you. What are we watching here? Uh, I thought we were going to watch a cliffhanger or something fun. Stir of echoes. Stir of echoes. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, so I think he, yeah, he just got. It's uh, like the poor man's sixth sense. He just got hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> it's the poor man's sixth sense. So anyways, we're fucking in this Uber and we were in the wrong driveway. And this guy just pulls out. Like, to like Topanga no, Canyon Road. Topanga, yeah. Canyon, Topanga Canyon Road. Like there's no such thing as other cars. Mm. We, we would have been. I, didn't, I had already taken my seatbelt on. That thing was like flying. It was like a, neat, a cube. was flying up. And I literally was like, there's a fucking car, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we would have, that would have been it. I mean, I would have been. There, I, I think it would have been it for the guy that hit that car. Yeah. We were in a big suburban. Right. And he would have been fucked. But still, it's like, dude, wake up. That guy. W-. But it's crazy how much we trust Uber drivers no. when it's just some regular. Some fuck. rando. Oh, with that just, that yeah. just downloaded an app and signed up. Well, and, and we're just like, oh, yeah, you're the best driver ever. I know I have you a fiery do. temper, but I've had, I got some. You know, I don't want to get into it with Uber. They're, they're shit. The, oh, God. Yeah. Getting into it if with, If I like, die in an Uber, I'm going to be so fucking Getting pissed. into it with, yeah. like, what, the, the head of Uber? Uh, no, I've had some, like, interviews where they're like, just tell me what happened, Ted. It's very brave of you to come forward. And- <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, we we gotten, we got we gotten a weird one up in um, near San Francisco for those Grateful Dead reunion shows. That, like, we had that, like, ISIL fucking driver. And then that we gave that um, that oh, you mean like the terrorist organization. Yeah, <laughs> we, we gave we gave that Wook a ride, oh, and then God. she was like, "I'll just pay you with cash when I get to where I'm going next." And she completely stiffed him, and he called me like oh, screaming yeah. in fucking Arabic. Was oh, it a oh my God, God, I forgot about that. Was it a Wook that? There's just some Wook, some Wook we you met. You guys are just being good Samaritans and kind oh, of. I, I think we were vibe. like that was kind like, of the end of the road with the Grateful Dead. Yeah, but so the wedding, the wedding was beautiful. But it was interesting. I, you know, I, I, it was, it was great. I was happy to see everyone, but it was one of those things where like, I was kind of having a bad hair day and that just like, <laughs> I thought you looked great. Yeah. I mean, I felt, yeah. see, I guess to other people maybe, but in my own mind, I, you know, when like, you're not quite synced up and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into the, I mean, the video for me, you know what it was for me is every wedding I've been to, I've traveled to, and I've gotten there the night before and you do yeah, the festivities you, you the night warm before up a little. and then the next day you're in like a groove with everybody that's been together. Yeah. I've never gone to a wedding the day of the wedding. So I, I was kind of like, I felt like I was behind. You seem to slip right into it. Your dance moves were phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I saw were. all my old friends and everything was great. It was kind of like a, a, a very fancy version of the Spawn Ranch, I thought was the same. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. And I'm the, sure Manson spent some time up there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, but it, one of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever seen was the guy. Of, I'm not going to use names, right? It wouldn't even matter if I did. But the guy who, the friend who officiated the wedding, who actually married them, mm-hmm. right, did the, the vows, mm-hmm. got caught doing <laughs> coke next to a tree, right, outside by the people who ran the wedding. And this was like literally after the, just right after the toast. I mean, there was a solid like four hours left of the wedding, mm-hmm. and there the wedding came dangerously close to being canceled. Yeah, and so. Really? Yeah, first I heard of this. Yeah. yeah. And so somebody, I'm the groom, sure. The groom knew. Yeah. The groom was aware. The groom was probably pissed he wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I just found that fucking hilarious that, like, imagine if, like, your wedding gets shut down, like, just as it's starting because the guy officiating the wedding gets caught doing coke. And then where would you go? I was like, we were talking about this. You wait like, on the side of that road for an Uber to come. Totally, twenty five minutes. No, yeah. you saw how hard it was to get yeah. Ubers up there. Yeah, I did it was the same really, thing. It was, it was crazy, tough. and it took him like ten minutes to get there. When he clicked, I kept confirm. canceling. She's like, "Look, you're 
I know you keep canceling because I'm too far away, but this is all you're going to get. And then I was kind of <laughs> drunk. I like apologize. No, that, I mean, it would be. Well, I'm, there, there might, I'm sure there were shuttles for like the people in the wedding party. Well, they had, there was something, but it was hard to get an Uber up there. So like, I was like, I, I'm sure somebody wrote them a check or something. Something happened. It's kind of weird. I, I mean, you're a, you're an adult and you 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 paid for the place. You yeah. Know? So if my if my weird pastor friend does coke, I mean, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's like they were <laughs> they were really. When you have a pastor friend that does that shit. Yeah. No, that's the best. But yeah. they were a little uptight everywhere. I was like smoking cigarettes, and this guy just kept following me around. He's like, no, buddy, you got to go like uh, over there. Blah blah blah. It was really strange. I didn't realize it was a strict around there. I'm glad I. No, I hate it. strict things. Yeah, I don't. I can't stand it. Um, but then I was like, what would you? We do. I, I I was just trying to think. I would be like, what's like what what we're down by like we were down by like Woodland Hills, right? I'm like, there's gotta be some big like cheesy nightclub or something. Or something. Like Yeah, something in I, that strip we, mall where you there's like yeah. a club, like that place where we saw Dark Star at the time. Exactly. You know, like, like the, the candy club or something. Blow up. I'd have like twenty green flashes. You yeah, I'd be like, go nuts. Be look, like, I'm so sorry, Jay. I'm, I'm so, so sorry, guy who got married. I'd just be yeah. like, Hey guys, I'm sorry. So the the officiate of the wedding just got busted doing Coke and the wedding is off. We're getting, we're all getting kicked out of here. I know where you go. Moon shadows. Moon shadows, yes. <laughs> I was thinking about that. speaking of Uber yes. today, I drove by there today too. I've been doing a lot of driving stuff in here. And I was like, if they didn't have, if they had Uber then, no one would know Mel Gibson was a full on anti Semite. Yeah, true. Just called an Uber, yeah. Been that. And he could have kept on with his I career mean, there would being silent. He's a prick, but yeah. not, you know, full on calling people sugar tits. Yeah, moon, moon shadows <laughs> is where Mel Gibson was drinking. It's just kind of like a trashy Malibu bar. But yeah, I'd be like, look, I think we're probably gonna lose some people, but we're going down to Moon Shadows, and I guess that, that's all you Is can that where do, Cat right? Stevens almost drowned and converted to Islam? Yeah. That's <laughs> that, that, it was the same night of Mel, the Mel Gibson. Yeah. It's a bar they, right on the PCA. Yeah. And I've never been, actually, but I've been dying to go. Yeah, like all these I, that's, where, that's where you would have gone. That's where yeah. the after party would have It used been. to be a lot divier. They've kind of spruced it up, and now it's like a Persian fucking kind of like um, yeah. flashy Persian vibe. I'm sure, I'm sure it is. Um, it, it, I was trying to tell Catherine. I was like, it's kind of like the Cliff House in San Francisco. It's probably cool in like the you know, 70s or something. Everything, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything was cool in Malibu. Even that guy back in, like, 2001, like, the, you had the Doom Room, which is one of the best dive bars. Yeah, know, I don't even know what The Malibu Inn was a cool we dive bar. We played there once. It was kind of a rough and tumble crowd. Yeah. It was a fight. Totally. You played at the Malibu Inn? A long time ago. It was like a practice show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there was there were some, like, local kind of oak kind of guys. Actually, yeah. Malibu would be everyone fancy. It was, like, no. kind of country guys. Actually, when we went out to that show, yeah, it was oak. No, it's... I felt like I was at a bar in, like, Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. It was like, it was like wood. <laughs> In and like it was like you got your soul, it's like Solco lime shots and like plastic cups. Yeah, it was like a fucking like frat bar. Yeah, you can always tell when they have like ads for like fucking the lamest alcohol that's like a douche <laughs> right. place, you know? Like yeah. Jaeger, yeah. yeah, it's like Jaeger Red Bulls or two bucks. Sorry, I had to excuse myself, my jewel leaked. Oh, it did. So you uh, get a fresh cartridge. I got a fresh pot. Yeah, they got to fix that. That's the only thing I don't like about the jewel. You they smoke? Do. do you vape the jewel? You're not a cigarette smoker, are you? I used to be. When yeah. in our time, I was. But oh, uh, and what did Bob Weir say to you when he saw you smoking? Heinous addiction. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's not exactly how it happened. He was smoking a cigar at the dinner table, and I was just fawning over him like a like a little boy. And I was a, a younger boy, and he was like blowing O's and stuff. And he's like, "But cigarettes and heinous addiction." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I well, can't you do know, the accent. You're gonna have to overdub the accent stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, he's got a, that personal relationship with Jerry, and you know, yeah. Jerry smoked, and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and you know, he saw what the cigs did to his, to his brother. Yeah, that's what it was. His a brother lot of Jerry. People like one, he was actually in the same rehab I went to. I think because of cigs, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Garcia. But you never, t- uh, your dad didn't know Jerry. No, my dad didn't get into the dead until after Garcia, uh, but he grew up in the summer of love. Like when it was all going on, he just was into Sinatra and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. You know? He Is he a Jerry Jeff Walker guy? He yeah, Jerry he Jeff likes Walker. all that outlaw country kind yeah. of stuff and, you know. 
Well, you, you hippies asses in Raisin Hill. Yeah, you grew up in San Francisco, but also on a ranch up in uh, where is that? Uh, it's the middle of nowhere. It's uh, Glen County. It's uh, the nearest town's called Willows. Um, but you know, for you know, I know a lot of your uh, listeners are farmers. So, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> they are. Yeah, we have a very strong <laughs> tons of them. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of like ag people. I'm just right? picturing yeah. like a bunch of farmers. Like every Wednesday we post the show, they just put their 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 earbuds <laughs> yeah. in and get on the track. They're on there. their John Deere. Yeah, <laughs> there's some like 50 year old guy with a cigarette in his hand and his kids like an FAA head. Yeah, right? uh, just F- listen F- to F- Camp F- Good F- Boy, honey. I'm gonna be right right out there. Yeah, soon. just a huge yeah. dip. In. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, we, no uh, problem. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. This is all I, you guys, I literally walked in there like, get your fucking headphones. <laughs> <laughs> we, have no. big, we have a big following up in San Francisco. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and Seattle as well. You guys are pretty big. Yeah, yeah we're Seattle really big in the are, Pacific Northwest. It's a big deal. I'm, I'm like the, you know, envy of all my friends right now being on this thing. I wish it yeah. I didn't all these fucking circumstances before. I thought it was real, like Mr. Chill, but. Shout out to Joe Gannon. Yeah, yeah. Joe Gannon. Oh, we've <laughs> heard. Uh, the candy I man. I look, heard out, some, look out the candy man. I heard some <laughs> lo- wonderful uh, reviews via Visa VR, some of our friends yeah. about he was, uh, he was really. Um, he's a serious camper. Yeah, he's a serious camper. He, go, oh, yeah. he goes back every summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is a camper. He got, he gets voted camper the uh camper the summer he's like rudy and meatballs <laughs> he's, like the, <laughs> he's like the kind of guy that like works as like a mail clerk and then just goes spends his summers up with the rajneesh kind of thing <laughs> wait a second now you know what i just had the idea for because the, the podcast is only getting bigger and bigger and it's only because of listeners like you out there and we and we thank you uh, very much and all your pledges um no thank you joe thank gannon you, very joe much gannon. for the nice words and for yeah joe gannon and for all the listeners out there um but I would like to, at some point, maybe we actually do have a weekend event where we rent out a camp and idea. all the listeners and all the hosts <laughs> all come up for like a, a get together and we have the special shows like a symposium. See, I would love that because yeah. I listened to this other podcast about like Bill Clinton. It's called like raw deal or something. I don't know what it's actually called. And he's like, just so you know, we're going to have this tour with everyone reading the podcast over again. I was like, that sounds fucking terrible. Camp yeah. Goodway, I'd be there in two minutes. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And just and you're not going to get kicked out. Yeah. You're not going to get. Kicked out. You want to do some cocaine? You do some cocaine. Oh yeah, you're not yeah. going to. Hey, Wait, you're, you you go back and go back to go that. Ahead. What is that Bill Clinton podcast? And they read what? It's like the, they like reread their podcast and bring up some of the interview subjects. I was like, boring. Oh, that's like those Jason yeah. Reitman live reads. Yeah, which that's how not... I found the double speed thing because I did that by accident. Oh, and I was like, okay. I got to hear good boy on this shit. And you guys are talking about UFOs. Which is shit. a good point, um, campers and listeners out there. If you really want to have some fun, especially the UFO episode we just <laughs> yeah. did, listen to it at double speed on <laughs> iTunes, which you can do on your iPhone in the bottom left of the when you pull the episode yep. up, you can listen to it in double speed, and it's really. <laughs> Something yeah. else. No, it is. So no, we else. sounded like we were fucking so much coke. I would yeah. first do it double speed, and it sounds like a late late night coke talk. And you know, if you guys been up for a good four or five days, yeah. If you do it half speed, it sounds like you guys are on opioids, drunk, and uh, <laughs> it's still it's it, they're but realistic. My point is on both sides. It right. like, sounds like it doesn't sound like a sped up or slowed down. It sounds like drunk. It was so I funny because it was just like you mean the aliens? They could exist. Yeah. Think they're yeah. Yeah. Are, you <laughs> are you flat earther? <laughs> and a lot of a lot of the other things are like you know when like. Coke people talk. They don't like to listen to other people. It's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me fucking uh, shut off my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so that's true. That's why. I mean, that's why I don't do coke anymore. Oh God, it's the worst. It, ta- it takes. Every, yeah. Everybody's having a good time when you're drinking and, and fucking around. All the laughs are good, and then as soon as the fucking coke comes out, it's like very like focused and like yeah. intense. And oh yeah, everyone's no, like, oh, don't I, mess I've with never my, heard yeah. anybody laugh on coke. No one no. laughs on coke. I was just gonna say that. It's, it's like really it's a long time ago when I was it's like, too serious. Done coke and be like, <laughs> that's so funny, Phil. No, yeah. no, no one ever laughs on coke. No. Yeah. I was going to ask a quick question before we uh, segue into more pressing matters. So if the wedding, let's say that uh, church or the Holy Church of Christ or whatever, on mm-hmm. Melrose or whatever. Yeah. So if you were the minister there, you got caught doing Yale, the weddings at you know, the convention center, you would just go to a strip mall bar and say, hey, fuck this, I don't care. I think so. I mean, what else can you do? That's if it was your do. wedding. Yeah. I mean, I don't. That's no, if what I was saying. The or whatever, well, yeah. if I was the minister, I'd be like, "I'm out of here," and I'm very sorry. And I, you, uh, I understand that you're never going to want any, me any to do anything. That's what I would do them. too. I'd be like, "Look, but I'm if so it was sorry. your wedding, if it was my wedding, yeah. and my buddy who was officiating it got us all, so if Tad was officiating the the wedding and married me and my wife, and he got caught doing blow, I would, I, I'd be probably a little bummed, but it's Tad, so I wouldn't, you know. Right. Do, do anything too hard I'd be like look It is what it is But I would say I would We would find a bar Or something big Like up there You know in the valley There's gotta be like a big, big I would just bar. say like Look man I'm sorry But you know My father-in-law's pissed You gotta get out of here But we're meeting at midnight Yeah at this house know, And we're probably gonna lose everybody And we're out, just it's, gonna, it's all good Don't worry about yeah, it Yeah you know? we're yeah. just gonna Drink the night away I mean what else can you do it's So what did happen over. They were just like you have a warning or something? This isn't that like I mean, I, I think it was like a, an ordeal. I'm sure they some kind of been underneath the table. You know, you know, uh, the fucking celebrity that was there probably like gave him an autograph. Oh yeah, because uh, Max <laughs> yeah, Weinberg him, was. Uh, <laughs> he probably gave like a autograph drumstick. <laughs> Chris Christie autograph. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went in. I was like, who, 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 the, is that guy yeah. from The Sopranos? And then I was like, doesn't he look like he should be in The Sopranos? And I was like, hey, that guy, oh, no, he looks like Richard Lewis. And then someone was like, did you see my, Max Weinberg over there? I was like, oh, that's who he looks like. He looks like Max Weinberg. Someone was like, oh, that, no, that's Max Weinberg. That was great. That was, the, that's how you know you're at a wedding. From Bruce in Springsteen's That's band. how you know you're and at a the, wedding um, in L.A. Yeah. When the I was drummer like, from the E Street Band is I there. got a quick, hey, Max, where's the seven? <laughs> How's the seven doing? <laughs> Uh, in he, reference to his, his uh, Conan O'Brien, <laughs> yeah, the Max Weinberg Seven. <laughs> Wonder who came up with that? They were just in some peyote trance, and, just, <laughs> and then when he was gone, it was Jimmy Vivino like and the Ringo's Max All Star Band. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't have Todd Rundgren though. <laughs> Wait, there was another band after Max Weinberg. It, well, when Max Weinberg would go on the road with the E Street Band, it was Jimmy Vivino was the guitar player. Oh, right. But it was Jimmy Vivino and the Max Weinberg Seven. Oh, okay. But Max, it was like the six. It was weird, yeah, but they still call they, it the seven. Oh, they, they yeah. yeah. I think because Bruce Springsteen's like, yeah, we're going on tour. He's like, yeah, sorry, Conan. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Conan never really recovered from that. Conan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Conan. Conan so O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. <laughs> oh, from getting The Tonight Show taken away from From, like, The Tonight no, Show, and then didn't. he went to, like, TNT yeah, or something. Now isn't he on, like, Spike? It's sad. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, not as funny now, too. Yeah. I love, you know, I mean, he's like, I used to think he was the funniest guy ever. No, it was know? true. He really got defeated, and he's kind of had this, like, defeated. Lost his confidence. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Like, no, it's true. He's, yeah, he's on TBS, and it's just not. Barf. It's kind of, yeah, it's, yeah, it's green. Yeah, I mean, that's what I watched Coming to America when I was in college, John. You know, it was like nothing on there. At least yeah. TNT well, I remember that was like the That was like the first, like, get behind somebody's social media. It was all that, I'm with Coco. I'm like, since when is he Coco? Yeah. I was like, what the, what's going on here? Yeah, there was like that early, so early social media. I'm like, this stuff's going to get dangerous the yeah. more and more. Yep. It fucking. It, hey, you called The it. more advanced it gets. Yeah. It was rinky when he, uh, 
when that uh, lady running for prime minister of Finland or something looked like him. So he would, like, <laughs> <laughs> he would like cheer for her and then like say bad things about her opponent and stuff. That was that was Roy. But then the other team Coco stuff. I was like, I'm not. In I was yeah. like, who's Coco? Yeah. I didn't look for this. <laughs> it was one of those social media things. I think they created it. Yeah. Team I, I, I wish he was a, was a set designer or something. Not a set designer, but a PA or something on that. Who was that? Anthony Polcino. Oh, yeah. uh, no. So back, back in your Low versus Diamond days, did the band play Conan? We did everything but did all Conan. Them. All but yeah. Conan. Um, you were probably like, no, we're we not going to SNL. Obviously. Yeah, your that manager's like, thing. this band isn't going on TV. You're like, I'm not with, you weren't with Coco? Yeah, yeah. no. I, <laughs> it was right during the, the late night wars or whatever. So yeah, that had nothing yeah. to do with OVD. I'm just saying that I, I, the reason we didn't do Conan was because we didn't do Conan. It, there was no real reason, but. Uh, no, so to answer your question, <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember Maybe the thirty minute version. <laughs> remember right. when fucking the late night wars? That was like the biggest story for like fucking eight months, right? It was Conan just was it was to Jay Leno or something. It was just like, can you believe Jay Leno? Like I'm with Coco and all this. Like <laughs> you had a great line because it was like 2008. You were like, I'm not really into the late night war. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's so like, true. It's like who gives a the shit? Late night. If war. I were like people like, got really fired up about it. If I yeah. were 14 and my mom was like, you get to stay up as late as you want every night, then I would be into the late night wars. When I was like 29, <laughs> my band's fucking you know. Falling apart. I was like, I don't fuck about the late night part. Dude, people were so fired up about it. So, but you played Letterman, Leno. Letterman, uh, Le- Le- now it sounds like I'm playing. Leno. Pregnant, I played. This, <laughs> you played Letterman? Le- this Lederman? is where parents care. You know, yeah. you play like the Troubadour. They're like, what are you still doing down there? But then you do Letterman. You're like, I'm so proud of you, my son. Right. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, Letterman, Leno, uh, Conan Moccasin, whatever. Fergie. Yes, Ferguson. He was actually a great guy. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Some, I, I missed oh, the Jimmy late. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was fun as fuck, actually. Right. Oh, uh, okay. We played two songs there. But yeah, then you were introduced bar. by Larry the Cable Guy. On but Far that was, uh, I, I don't want to say, I guess, post-recorded because he wasn't there. We didn't see him at all. Oh, that was okay. so bizarre. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. My dad, that was actually my dad's proudest moment was Larry the Cable Guy. I was introduced like, the van. He's like, I don't really listen to emo rock. It was really weird. But yeah. I like these guys. They're low versus time and they get her done. Yeah. You know, you don't really see much of him anymore. <laughs> No, he no. probably me too somewhere, and they were like, you know well, what? Cable. Before this comes out, we're gonna throw you. <laughs> yeah, <in>. cable's kind of <laughs> done. It's yeah, like yeah, they La- La- the Larry, Larry, the streaming guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he got, a, you know, he got his cord cut. Yeah, you don't, yeah. you don't have a cable guy. And who has cable boxes yeah. anymore? It's just yeah. all like I just have a, like a UCB. How often do people yeah, stream uh, the cable guy? Larry the fi- Larry the Amazon Fire Stick guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, Larry the Roku guy. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, man. he's gone. I mean, I'm sure he's still a big comedian. I never was on his fucking No, his You were at Letterman with team. us, right? I, think I was at Letterman. Right, I didn't subscribe to that cable package. But I was you, in the crowd. The show? Yeah. No, you were in the back. You were backstage. I, no. went, I was Stairs backstage. Was. Remember you had that Sapphire Gentleman's Club? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was like, the... My family members? I was like, yeah. my friend Brandon. He's a fucking what was man. the most fun late night show you guys did? Well, Letterman was the most was the biggest deal Because that was the first one. Because I'm a Letterman fan. Right. And that was the first one. Yeah. Uh, the most fun one was Kimmel because they had that bar. You could invite your friends and shit. And, you know, oh, they, oh, that's yeah, right. It was awesome. Oh yeah, and Luke was wearing a Rod Stewart loves the Hamptons t-shirt. Yeah, that was teased. Yeah. So yeah, so that, that band was over. As far as the like coolest guy, I'd say probably that that Scottish guy was cool. Uh, and uh, and actually Leno was super nice. Like he came in, he's like, hey, how you guys doing? Like in the dressing room, and you know, I was like. And my he, he was just like, buddy. hey, Dad. Hey, yeah. Letterman's a hot day. Yeah. Hey, you want to come you, see you my play, car? You play keyboards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go sit in like a 1910. But uh, the, your band, uh, Low vs. Diamond, you can find them on Spotify. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Apple really Music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of it's like uh, <laughs> and fracking wars. I get all excited <laughs> about Google Alerts. It's like low versus down. Yeah. Oh right, right. I wrote most of the best lyrics on the record, yeah. and so you want to go fire up "Don't Forget Sisters" so I can get some. Royalty. That's our best song. But yeah. it's a great, it's a great yeah, song. It was our best song. Yeah. It made Rolling Stones' best songs of 2008. Not yes. to, my not favorite. To my own uh, anniversary. Back. Ten year. My favorite of your guys' song because I'm putting you in that. Ex- yeah. Oh yeah. He was uh, a fool. I was like the Robert Cinema Hunter. Cinema Tonight. Oh yeah. Because we, well, we, we wrote that together. Because you wrote it that together. Was a, you put that on a T for us for their film. That, was, I, yeah. that song's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I love that oh, song. Thank you. I mean, Luke a, wrote the music, but we wrote the lyrics. But yeah. that song's about falling in love with a girl in a movie. Yeah. Yes. Who yeah. doesn't fucking... That happens to me every time oh, I watch I'm a, a movie. Yeah. I'm still a young man when I'm in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, very relatable. There was one time when, when Murphy pretty much was in the band, and I only hung out with, with, uh, with Brandon Murphy. And we were doing like a little run up the West Coast or something. I was like, yeah, I think Brandon's going to come too. And I was like, you know, you should come with us. And he was like, oh, I'll be there. And then the other guys, <laughs> after CMJ, oh, yeah. kind of like, yeah, um, you know, we don't have a lot of room. In the- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wasn't allowed. Then he like, flew up. No, Lucas was like, yeah, man, I mean, we're, we're all like, the house is pretty full. I was like, oh, it's, all, it's cool, man. I'll just take the couch. I was, there was like, I wasn't going to take no for an answer. And yeah. Just, just bold. Because I, just, I had this, suddenly in, uh, I think it was 2007, I went to, it used to be called like Safari Sam's. Remember that place? Oh, yeah. That's where I met you. Where yep. is that? In, in the valley? Uh, it's out like a, a Hollywood and, yeah. know, I don't know, some now, East Hollywood. Yeah. It's East. right by that Edgemont. That it's a bar? It's, it was a music venue. Oh, a music wow. venue, like a, like a little hipster kind of thing where they have like Tuesday night things and everyone has like little Polaroid cameras kind of shit back then. And uh, we were going to see uh, Io Echo, who's a yep. mutual friend of ours. Yep. And uh, Lucas was there, who had done their mutual friend. And uh, <laughs> I've never met someone and then... Driven in the car with them for 13 hours. <laughs> oh, you, you went to Bisbee. Yeah, yeah, we went to Bisbee because uh, I had to get yeah. my. I just moved to LA from Arizona and I had some stuff in storage. I was like, "Hey, we're going to Bisbee tomorrow. Do you want to come?" And yeah, yeah. Our, so our meeting was on a third, you know, ten-hour road trip to Arizona. We had a real good time there. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, it was great. And Lucas was like, he told me a little bit about. He's like, I, re- I reconnected with this friend of mine, and he, you know, he's great, and he's he sold a screenplay or something, so he's living in in uh, Beachwood Canyon, and he, you know, he he likes us and. So I was like, oh, I can't wait to meet this guy. And then I went to the show, and you know, I could tell Brandon was like a really nice, warm-hearted guy. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, well, I'm, if you want to go, I'm going to Arizona tomorrow. I was like, what are you fucking playing golf or something? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, it's like this dropout town where like Manson <laughs> wants to live. And I was like, oh fuck yeah, we're, we're definitely going. That's and the then, best thing that you could ever say about Bisbee, Arizona. Yeah. What's it like? Well, it's the town that Charles Manson wants yeah. to live. I mean, in. I don't he like said, he, he told Geraldo, Geraldo interviewed him in jail, and he's like, what would you do if you got a jail? Like, he's like, I'd move to this little town called. Bisbee. That's exactly how you'd need to describe Bisbee. Yeah. What's it like? It's the town Charles Manson would want to live in. And we were like, how far is it? And Brandon was like, because uh, it was before six, like seven hours. hours. It was yeah. before smartphones. So it was thirteen yeah, hours. Yeah, there was no. We had. I had like a flip phone back then. That's a nice. That's a. It's a fun drive though. I mean, it's oh, long, it's but like you're driving through the desert. I love driving. Lucas, through the desert. Don't, don't get me wrong, but Lucas looked at me at one point and he goes. Did you know this was going to be 13 hours? I go, no. <laughs> and then we kept changing who said up front. And then the, the only point of the trip, he said, I got to pick up all this stuff in storage. We're like, oh, glad to help. He picks up like three books out of the storage. <laughs> and, just leaves her, and this is like the Sunday of the end. And then we just drive back to L.A. So you were turning. Oh, so you were only there for one night? We were there for two nights. We were there two for two nights. But I only, up at the I just, house. we just went to the storage unit. I just grabbed like three things. Like, <laughs> and it was like these books like that he could have bought at Barnes & Noble. Again. It, was, it was like... Now, did you guys? It wasn't get, like they were autographed TC Boyle copies. Did you guys get like? Did you each go pick a CD? Um, what were we listening to on the way out? I had my iPod. I remember. It oh, what were you called? Well, the Coke Pod. The Coke Pod. Yes. Yeah, I had an iPod. Uh, it was okay. fucking awesome. I had I had never seen. Uh, you know, it, 
you know, now I know we're all into Hall & Oates. It's been, you know, so long that we're into it. But <laughs> I had never had a friend that was so into AM Gold and so into all this sick shit. So it was fucking awesome. Oh, that was back when the iPods were, like, the size of the jewel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Well, he had, he had that little 100-song thing. And yeah. one of the greatest songs ever written. And then, but there was one point at, at that Safari Sam's place when I was like... You know, we were kind of having a pissing contest about the dead, and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm more of a primal. That's why you guys call me primal taddy. And I was like, yeah, I got this great <laughs> never called uh, you that. 69 show. <laughs> I just call you the homie taddy more. Yeah, the homie taddy. And, and he was like, trust me, I got some dead too. And then I thought in my head, it was like, you know, he's driving us down there. You don't mess with a man about his uh, era of dead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we listened to some like 70, late 70s stuff, I think. Yeah, it was much more, because I was early 70s, and now that, that can, I mean, I was into it, but I was officially converted into the see i wasn't into the early grateful dead until we went to that dark star orchestra show at the l ran they played right. that seven i called show. the set list it was awesome oh yeah. you were there with us yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. and there was Big only time. like five people in the audience because yeah, the actual grateful yeah. dead was playing up at the greek and the guy's like we got uh some of our friends <laughs> are pleased the guy talks just like bob Weir. yeah okay fake, bob Weir. Weir. Yeah, yeah, fake yeah. bobby i kind of broke up with the grateful dead a little bit i kind of did too i just get i get burned out I tried listening to him today, and I was just, I don't know, that, that whole, like, this whole renaissance has just, like, burned me oh, out. Oh, no, that's gotten annoying. I, I, I'll give you that. But, I mean. I'll always listen to them. I just, shirt. like, I, it's, they're off my, uh, my saved I don't like how it's series. so hipster, and, like, now it's like you, you Grateful Dead cover bands are, like, these beautiful L.A. kids kind of stuff. You know, it's like that movie uh, with Ben Stiller where he's in the, uh, what's it called? Something About Mary? No, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, where he's, like, a retired rock star, and it's, like. It's a it's oh, Noah Green, Bombach. Green, oh, Greenberg? Greenberg. Oh, yeah, oh. it's like all the, yeah. And he hates the dead. So it's like Brentwood kids are like into the dead now. And it's, you know, they're like, 20, well, no, the like, store is like that store yeah. on Abbott Kinney sells like dead shirts. And there's a store on Larchmont that sells like baby, like Grateful Dead shirts. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck's going on? No, the here? Renaissance no. thing is, the, is lame. I, I, yeah. I, I was at Intelligentsia. I'm, I'm happy that they're making money. Ted, I was talking. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we were, I was at Intelligentsia in Silver Lake, this like hipster coffee shop. And like, um, estimated profit was playing and like the barista who i know was just not i was n- never into the dead he's just like nodding his head it's like ding, 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 ding. he's like what can i get for you man and i was like the dead's over uh, yeah that's supposed oh to be yeah it was over for me when i saw bob weir on fucking watch what happens live with andy cohen i um, was like what's going on here yeah you, you know the weird's daughter monet no my friends text about her all the time and stuff no, yeah i've never met her in my life she's a uh, babe Babe so what alert. do you what do you miss most about uh, being in that band? About being in the dead. About being in Low versus Diamond. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, you know I, I, the, I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't know. I you know I kind of miss seeing all the guys all the time. The travel a little bit, but I don't miss going to Toledo and shit. But oh yeah, what was the craziest city you've ever played in? The craziest city? Like what was like the one where it's like well that like the show and like partying afterwards was fun. I was like, always in New York City, probably. I think San Francisco. We had some some fun ones. Uh, but like the most obscure one that like you didn't think was going to be like fun because New York's obviously going to be fun. No, I wish I could I could have a better one. Probably Columbus, Ohio, or something. Like yeah, because you played and yeah. we were all staying at the Chelsea Hotel and didn't we throw a chair off the roof? That, yeah, you like, did. And yeah. it shattered a greenhouse <laughs> below. Yeah. That was the first day I ever met Phil. Actually, it was, yeah, was there we we uh, we smoked a J. And then we played our show, and I think you saw Harvey Weinstein there. Right? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. Because he, yeah. he he had just bought my screen. I sold my first screen by the Weinstein. That was the, uh, the what the TMJ fest in yeah CMJ, yeah, yeah. CMJ. But I went up to him and I was like, Harvey. I, he he goes, Who are you? I was like, I'm Brandon. Your brother brought my screenplay, Ponybush. He's like, Oh. 
And I just turned. And, no, and then you said Semper Fi. I said Semper Fi. Yeah, he just like turned that. around and walked off into the club. I was like, great. Seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, and then I was dulled back when I was doing stand up, and you, you guys were like, fucking. Oh like, my just about God. Yeah. <laughs> Phil had a stand up show. You tell the story. We've been drinking for like three days, oh and we, we were up we got Chelsea. nominal shut eye. You know, maybe like an hour, <laughs> hour a day. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> you were like ranch hands on fucking Yellowstone. Yeah. Remember that guy? <laughs> Hey, who's that out there? The IRA that, that was like this nice kid from Long Island, like so, trying to impress his parents. Yeah, like, fuck you, motherfucker. Phil had a stand-up <laughs> well, you show. You had these like caps on. Yeah, you were like, yeah, you were like IRA. Fucking yeah, we all wore these caps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I, uh, I should have called it canceled that show. I remember yeah. walking to the restroom or something, and Phil was like getting ready for a show. He's like, he goes, "You might guys mind chilling out a little bit." I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm so sorry." And then I blacked out. And the next thing I remember is Lucas just punching me and going, I know you don't like to listen to me, but will you please listen to me now? Can we please leave? And you were like throwing chairs. I mean, yeah. we're we weren't arrested. It I was, think um, I told the guy I was going to rip his eyeballs out. I the remember MC. that. Yes. Well, the problem is, is that there was no one at the show but you guys. <laughs> so I had to perform comedy for people that I had spent all day with, which right. is fucking the most unnatural thing you can do. Right. Three Irishmen having drunk but meltdowns at the same in time. In your guys' defense, the guys promoted the show as they want people to heckle. So I told you guys oh. that, that and, they, and they were like proud of that. They're like, oh, we're going to run a show where we, per, we encourage the crowd to heckle. Mm-hmm. So and that was the worst thing I could have told you. Well, <laughs> don't fucking profile us. You'd think we would think it was cool to be called IRA. You know? I got, like, what was that? Oh, I forget yeah, what he was like, was are you guys in the Irish mob or something? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did you say? Yeah. I mean, we were so drunk. Yeah, we were just pissed drunk and angry drunk. Yeah. It was like, it, it takes a lot of drinking. I should have called way. out of that show. We're yeah. pretty nice guys, you know, like. Um, but yeah, and then we all in the, we were back at the Chelsea Hotel, and I just remember throwing a chair off the roof and hearing glass shatter, and I was like, "All right, we need to get back into that." There was one point Anthony where and I snuck into the steeple of the Chelsea Hotel. And we were sitting in the apartment up there, just literally, just like doing what the Manson family used to do, creepy crawling. Like we just walked into this like beautiful apartment. I found a couple uh, a couple of years later that it was Julian Schnabel's um, uh, old room that his daughter lived in. Who's his daughter? Uh, Lola Schnabel, he's got a couple. Um, Lola and Vito? Yeah, so we were really menaces there. Um, hey, it's the Chelsea Hotel. Yeah, you get the, a little crazy the Sid Vicious, there. Uh, Ghost of Sid Vicious gets in you. Do you remember yeah. when you invited all those street people into the room? And yes. started partying? Like, suddenly there's like a, you know, like a 45-year-old lady with black hair. You know, we're like these 28-year-old guys. Yeah. <laughs> Short hair, pardon that black hair. <laughs> hey, it's, it was rock and roll. Yeah. It's funny, the two, like, most legendary hotels on the coast, the Chelsea and the Chateau Marmont, there's been, like, some, because, I mean... I sexually aroused Chris Catan. Oh yes, yeah. We've had uh, you go to those places. You, you go to those places. You get uh, it know. gets a little wild. The spirit, yeah, those the little spirit spirits of the get places of those places do. Yeah, we were on a, like a two day drinking bender, and we were trying to check into the Alta Cienega to get Jim Morrison's room, and we ended up getting chased. I I was I don't know what happened, but you went inside, and this Chinese woman chased you out of the motel. And oh, then yeah, we, I remember that. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, my God. And then we just, like, bolted. And then I guess we sat down in this, like, little New England green there off um, Santa Monica Boulevard. Next thing I know, we woke up, like, three hours later, and there was all these transgender oh, you f- oh my God. people, like, staring over Tad like they wanted to fucking devour him. It was similar to the, to the drinking of the, the comedy show where it was like, yeah. like, I didn't know what was going on for a second. And then I kind of came to, and all the people were just screaming at each other in Chinese, screaming at me. So I hopped the counter for some reason. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's what it at was. The at the At this hotel, yeah. Do you know when, uh, when, when Furio goes into that whorehouse on Sopranos? <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You hopped over the thing, and then I was like, holy shit. And I ran around the back, and this Chinese woman is just chasing you out of, of the back. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was just 2007. That was 2007. Yeah, we were we were wild, <laughs> was crazy, a wonderful kids. summer for sure. Because you know you're in your 20s, you're you're just li- you're living it up. It was the night yeah, we were like talk- It was like, oh, did you hear about Owen Wilson? And, and I was like, no. And he was like, he tried to off himself tonight. And then I just remember that being like that conversation. And then it was like a three day. Yeah, thing. we were drinking for Owen. That's just your 20s. Yeah, and then. Um, Hey, there was a couple shows where some of our drinking escapades almost resulted in you getting kicked out of the band. That I might have been. I remember a Viper Room show that you showed up for in um, wonderful condition, and the band was not too fl- flushed with me. We had been at Musso and Frank all afternoon. Ooh. I think I remember you falling out of your booth onto the floor. <laughs> it was also we were having like prime rib and like the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just like, your, that's just your that's just your twenties thing or something. Yeah. Yeah, he knew one way to wake me up, and I don't want to get into great detail about that. But so I did show up in better shape than I was. So you yeah, did, you did. Do oh, that. Right. defended me. Remember? Wait, because yeah. you were in your, you were in your twenties too, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. What, yeah, a year so younger t- than you. Yeah. It's your twenties. You're yeah. in a rock band in your twenties. Yeah, with the songwriter. <laughs> yeah. That's how you be. That's how I thought you be. Because I remember uh, Lucas, the singer, was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you guys? What wrong?" What? I was like, "What's wrong with you? You're in a fucking rock band. Yeah, right. This yeah. is rock and roll." Did, did nobody show you this when your band got signed? Yeah, really? Here, no bands do but that. that was, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm carrying your keyboard player <laughs> in. This is fucking how it's done. We yeah. did two nights in a row. It's rocker 101, buddy. It really is. Yeah, bands, second, are, bands aren't like that enough. Shut your mouth. Get on stage. <laughs> fucking the second night, this like all the label people were there. That's why they were so concerned. Oh yeah. And then I after, I was like. Hey, Hey, man, I'm really sorry to one of the label guys. He goes, oh, I think this heroin chic thing's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. People want to see like, that. Spike up, Caddy. Yeah. Now yeah. fucking, now like rockers are like vegan and fucking, yeah. they don't drink and disgusting. That really isn't rock. I don't want to get in that argument, but it sucks. I mean, what band do you like now that's cool besides the voids and like our friends? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I like, uh, I like Sheer Mag. I like Future Islands. Yeah. I like War on Drugs. I, I like love Warren Drugs. I forgot about it. But they're like, yeah. you know. The- I like Kurt Vile. He, he's a known Adderall abuser. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Good for him. I like, I like Sheer Mag. Sheer Mag's cool. Did you go to Warren Drugs at the Hollywood Bowl? Did not. But I think I'm going to go see Kurt Vile at the Wiltern. I'm excited about that. I enjoy his music. Oh, the uh, Queens of Stone. I like the Queens of Stone Age, and they fucking. I think they get weird out in the desert. Yeah, no, they're sick. I've I seen think them, they're keeping the rock. We're all talking alive. forty year old guys, though. There's no twenty five year old oh, fucking yeah. Pete Doherty's anymore. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, and like uh, clearly the death metal. Clearly, Mac Miller was the only one keeping the fucking dream alive. Yeah, yeah I, I wish I would have known him. Were you a big <laughs> Mac Miller fan? No, I'm not. I didn't even really know about him. Yeah, until the homie Mac the Miller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, nice. Are you a big Kevin Bacon fan? We've got Stir of Echoes Huge Bacon TV. fan, yeah. Oh, it's uh, that Clark Duncan, Michael is, Stuart Duncan. Or, and is that's that the, the, that's the, the Holly Hunter. No, that's the daughter from What About Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh. She had a moment. Was she really aged in the six oh, years from wait, uh, Stir of Echoes? I've kid. met her too, out, and she lives out in Shelter Island. So yeah, uh, if we introduce this, we're watching Stir of Echoes. She's got what? She's got the choker on the with the black belt and sucking cock. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. That's chokers. not the lady from uh, Basic Instinct. Uh, I don't think so. That's she a great. Was, you know what that is? That's a great San Francisco movie. It's an excellent movie. Yeah, yeah. And she lives they out on paper. Like, on it doesn't she live on Stinson Beach? Uh, she was supposed to. Yeah, or she, she lives on like Stinson Beach is fucking teased. You guys would love it. A lot of sharks there, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big surfer, but yeah, there was one guy at my high school that like he got his like arm bit off there, and he was like the man after, you know, after as he should have been, right? Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, what was he dating hot girls with that missing arm? 
He was a little younger, so it was oh. after, yeah. I would have. I would have ran with that. Wait, he was a surfer. My time, no, I mean, what else can you do? You just you're a kinda... surfer in high school, and you get your arm bitten by a shark. I'd I'd be like, you know what? That yeah. sucks, but I'd roll with that. I remember I, you, you just got you just got to pick up. You just got to pick up and move. We'll pick up with the one hand that you still have. <laughs> can yeah. move on. But no, in high school, um, you're gonna get all that sympathy, and you're gonna get yeah. like the sympathy chicks and uh-huh. yeah, oh, girls I, that come over and like cook for you. I'd be all over that, especially if you're like that. Nub probably feels really good on their clit. It's like. You know, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what happened to your arm? Oh, I, I, I was mowing the lawn. You know, no, I was surfing and a shark bit me. Then I, yeah. like, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. tell you one thing, and this is for all our, some of the campers who follow our Instagram account, is that when we were coming back from a trip in New Orleans mm-hmm. uh, two years ago, like a really kind of like lost weekend of drinking. Yeah. And on the flight back, the in-flight movie was the movie about the... The woman surfer with one arm. Oh no! Oh, I knew that's I not what you want with a hangover. No. And a fucking four-hour flight from New Orleans. And is her just surfing with with a nub? No, I was like, oh fuck! Nah, it's fuck Mr. That. Scary's yeah. favorite movie. What was it recently that I was like, do not? Oh, um, the uh, the demo for Goodbye Horses. The the song. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. If exactly. you've had like a long weekend of drinking, never listen to demo one of Goodbye Horses. The song from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) it's weird. They should have used this version, it would have been even scarier. Right? I know, right? Yeah, they should have used this version. When Buffalo Bill's dancing. By the way, do you guys know the story of this woman? Q Lazarus? No, that's the a singer of the singer song. of this. Oh, I, of I the didn't know she was transgender. I feel like she no. would, would she record that at the Alta Cienega? It's kind of. It's like a Nintendo game. Oh my god! It's so. It's like, it's, like, it's like fucking Excite Bike. Or like Mega Man. It's like Mega Man Two. That's a total like Mega Man Two Nintendo song without the vocals, obviously. Wow. So yeah, that's creepy. Anyways, that is one of the creepy. Wow, songs. they should have used that and like just sped it up a little bit. But so the story, she has a really interesting story. Q Lazarus, she's a black woman in New York. She was a cab driver, and the director of Sounds of the Lambs, Jonathan Demi, was in her cab, and they were just got to chatting, and uh, he was like, "Oh, she's like I'm a singer," and he's like, "Oh, what? she she's like, well, here's my demo," and popped that in. And Demi like got her a record deal, and so she played. He played her. She she played her that. that. Oh, okay. And I don't know what he heard. He's like, you know what? I've got this scene with a uh, transgender um, serial killer that's in a basement. No, think he, about it. And he's like, this is going to be perfect. He had the feeling that you had when you heard that with yeah. Mr. Scary. Exactly. Thinking about that, it'd be perfect yeah. for that scene. Hundred percent. Because that so, scene is fucking amazing, but terrible. So it, he got her a record deal, and then it was in the movie, and. That was the only song that she recorded. Like, no, I think that was the only song she recorded. And then she never did any press, and she disappeared. And somebody from like Vice or something was doing a piece about where she was or something, and like just started hitting Twitter. And finally, someone got back to her that was the woman, and she's a bus driver now in Staten Island. Oh wow! Yeah, what she looked like. Well, so how did she lose all her money? If you don't mind me asking, I don't think she. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know how much really money. She, I mean, like that so. wasn't exactly like the summer anthem of '94. I mean, I mean, you might have heard oh, that wow. at like a Michael Alig party at the fucking Limelight or something. Wow. But like, yeah, I mean, that was not a top forty uh, hit. Wow. Wow. My buddy um, threw it on at five hundred once at the five hundred. That look at her and everyone's yeah, no, faces very, just started getting nauseous. I don't want to get on that bus. 
No. So yeah, she's a bus driver now. The Q, you just, you're, you're on the Q Lazarus line. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that just made Staten Island even creepier than yeah. it is. Yeah. So Jesus. that's an odd. It was an odd. Yeah, I don't think. Story. Yeah, I don't think she's at the Coachella lineup this year. But dude, you totally nailed it. Jonathan Demley definitely was like, "Oh my god, this would probably be perfect for this creepy yeah. scene of this guy down putting in his, his dick between his legs." legs. It's like, like a Halloween me. song almost. I mean, it's scary. Yeah, it is a, a scary song. The, it, but I do like the actual song. But the the demo's just straight up scary. The demo's more scary, yeah. in wow. my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, Sounds of the Lambs, fucking great, movie. great film. One of, my, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it holds up. It does hold up. It holds up. But my favorite is oh. the, wait. The, uh, is she a great big fat person? That I, what I is just, your what is your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie? That's yeah, like, I don't know. I, I just you know, Silence of the Lambs is one of them for sure. Yeah. yeah, I just got to you know about the Mandela effect. Uh, I've heard of it. But it's these things that we collectively don't re- don't remember, but apparently they always are. And then the conspiracy theorists think it's like either the matrix or God playing tricks. Like if you see three PO has one silver leg, never knew that. But all, if you watch star Wars, now he's got a silver leg. Like yeah. nobody ever, the, um, the, uh, scarecrow and, uh, wizard of Oz pulls a gun in a scene. Nobody ever remembers that the Berenstein bears is now spelled Berenstein stain. A I M. And Did the, not know that. the, the sounds of the lambs one is everybody remembers. Everybody remembers, um, Hannibal Lecter saying hello, Clarice, right? It's not in the movie. There's no part in the movie where he says, she says... Really, he people says, imitate that all the time. Exactly. You know? That's what he said. It, it's, nobody doesn't. He doesn't say anything. He's just standing he's, there. He's just standing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you, people, everybody remembers him saying, hello, Clarice. So it's just a collective disregard for... Uh, yeah, or just something... Or, okay, so... Oh, wait, doesn't he say, hello, Clarice, on the phone? It's, it, that's, see, that's the thing. It's weird, uh, weird, like, memories. That's why I don't think it's a Matrix thing. So, for example... Um, the Baron Stain Bears. It's spelled Baron Stain, A-I-N. But who knows any that name? Everyone would say Steen. Steen is the common thing. So yeah, everybody like collectively Rosenstein. says yeah. Steen. Right. Or like Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all. Like that's the saying that everyone says. In the movie, it's Magic Mirror on the Wall. So they think that's a Mandela effect. But it's because in the book, it's Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. What ended up in the zeitgeist was Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. But the movie is, in fact, Magic Mirror on the Wall. But they say that's one of the changes. Mm-hmm. Can you think of some other examples? Yeah, that's the, very interesting. The, the Last Supper painting... Okay, anybody, like, think about, um, you'd think about uh, the wooden cup, or they talk about that, like, in the Da Vinci Code. Not only is there no wooden cup, they're all drinking out of glass, like, restaurant cups. Like, there was no glass in Jesus' age. I don't even know about when Da Vinci painted it, but they, and there's bread on the table. Like, nobody remembered there being bread on the table. Then there's some that are just, uh, some people, because... Uh, Let's get more pop culture. You're getting a little artsy-farsy. Okay, this Da Vinci so, um, <laughs> so, oh, oh. Oh, mom always said life is like a box of chocolates. Does not say that. It, he says, uh, mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. When the fuck did he say that? Or Luke, I'm your father. There's no Luke, I'm your father. He says, no, I'm your father. It's crazy. All these things we think we remember. So, all these so that's the last say, supper Luke, painting. That's father. the last supper painting. This yeah. one doesn't have any cups. Maybe this is, maybe the, uh, maybe the. A Mandela effect changed as of I yesterday. Realize, I didn't realize Howie was there. Do you see? <laughs> Um, there's, I mean, there's tons of them. It's endless. It goes like spellings of cereal and, um, like where the hyphen is in, uh, Coca-Cola, 
Coca Cola, uh-huh. Coca Cola, like where the hyphen is very, very strange. No, I think you have a very good point because people just mm. imitate. So you say, "Oh, which movie sounds lambs," and then some douche will be like, "Hello, Clarice," right? You know, it's like that's how they know it, but it's not even really what happened. But yeah, he, he says does, it on the phone. No, he says it on the phone. So that's yeah. one where I think it's just a mistake. But then some of them, like the Last Supper one, and I'm sorry, I never remembered C3PO with a silver leg. Wouldn't you like remember? He's all gold. You'd always no. think he's all yeah. gold, but. I guess I think I guess I just never focused on his legs. Yeah, I mean maybe I think that's the thing. To yeah. defend your point though, when I think of Hello Clarice, I imagine him with his hands on the bar yeah. saying Hello Clarice. Totally. And I don't imagine some I don't remember the phone calls at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I re- I remembered it as that too. So it's like and then I never remember the scarecrow uh pulling a gun out, but then some people think it's God putting these like little Things in, or to show that he can change reality, mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of like symbolic that the brainless character is the one wielding a gun. Like it's kind of a oh man, that Wizard of Oz. There's always something. There's in the always fucking... something. <laughs> yeah, that wizard has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, but you can get lost. Oh my god, you can get lost for hours in Mandela Effect podcast. I'm gonna. That's what I'm doing at the airport. And yeah, the and the security line. Let me see if I can find any other ones. I What's think your favorite movie, Phil? Sorry to favorite movie besides Goodfellas. But Swingers. Is there anything that hits home for you? Probably Swingers. Swingers. I wonder if. No, how about this? Let's narrow it down. What's your favorite San Francisco movie? Um, besides Basic Instinct. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> mm. uh, no, I don't want to be artsy and say The Conversation. I don't know. Uh, in reality, probably Mrs. Wait, Cowfire. The Conversation <laughs> takes place in San Francisco? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a New York movie. No, but that's kind of highbrow. I'm not, that's not my favorite. I think San Francisco is one of the best. Uh, that and Chicago are the two best movie cities. Yeah. Yeah, New, New York City, I think, too. Also, San Francisco is a great serial killer city. Yeah. You got the Zodiac... Who else did you have? Zodiac's a great movie, actually. It's not my favorite movie, but it's a but, good uh, movie. But Copycats it takes place in San Francisco. Yes, that was just going to say. With well, what other serial killers were in San Francisco besides Zodiac? Well, there was a Zodiac, and then there were the Zebra Killers, who were who was, I think it was a group of guys, and they were like these African-American guys that would just go and just shoot people randomly. And they had like this kind of cultish temple, which was right next door to the Fillmore. Actually, I think it was the Fillmore Auditorium. Are they still... Uh, are they still- Doing no, unfortunately, they're, no. they're they've retired. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the Zodiac? Uh, no, my my dad, dad and my was uncles the, had yeah, the story dad, that they were all him? drinking beers at, at this like little rock by our my dad's house, and they heard like a shot go off or something. Like oh, that. really? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? What the, I mean, those guys are nuts. Yeah, but I, I believe them. It was on Cherry in Washington. It's in the movie, but yeah, where they were at the time. Where is it? In Pacific Heights. Oh, another great movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah. Actually, it's a fucking terrible movie. It's, oh, I think it's puts good. Puts all these cockroaches in. Uh, this Michael Keaton was a good bad guy. He had a great, yeah. he had great turtleneck sweaters in that. Yeah, I know. I'm too brain dead after that wedding to think of <laughs> movies that I enjoy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've just uh, always thought San Francisco is a great mode. Is a great. <laughs> is a great. Uh, it's a very cinematic city. It is very cinematic. Uh, it's crazy. Fucking um, mm. uh, all of them. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, Basic Instinct. Yep. Uh, full House. Yeah, uh, Full House. Fucking yeah. um, 48 Hours. My Two Dads. 48 Hours is my a great. That's New York. 48 Hours is a great San Francisco movie. That's my favorite San Francisco movie. Let me just put it that way. 48, 48 Hours 48 is Hours would be the second runner. It's awesome. Yeah. The, but, oh, The Game. Oh, The Game's a great one. Whenever I go to a friend's house and there's like a kind of winding stairwell that's kind of shitty and dusty, I'm always like, I feel like I'm in fucking 48 Hours. <laughs> and everyone laughs. <laughs> but the city's changing a lot now. It's like way, all that tech... It's, yeah, it's not as really nerdy. Like, yeah, you guys would fucking hate it. Right. Like you don't have Nick Nolte's from Forty Eight Hours. You, you don't have around. like. No, I'm Nick Nolte now. <laughs> hours, yeah. yeah. The airplane isn't doing free shows in the park, and everyone's dancing with flowers no, in their hair. No, like fucking DJ shit. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. it's like outside. Outside Lands was pretty fun to be honest. I oh wait, did you play Outside Lands? No, I didn't. So wait, let's do you go? 
Do you I went this year, and I was surprisingly very like I. It was kind of I was sort of disappointed by the lineup, and then I saw it, and I was like, nah, maybe I do like well, who was playing the machine and stuff. Oh, not your cup of tea, yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah, it shouldn't do it for me. The weekend was was pretty Roy, actually. The weekend without the E at the the weekend. Yeah, he was teased, but there was no you know dead airplane kind of stuff. Is that I can't feel my face when I look at you? Yeah, that's what's yeah. teased yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, but you're in a band now, right? Yeah, I'm in uh, Johnny Ramada, and then then the just my solo thing. Oh yeah, your solo Not thing. To promote but, that on but Johnny Ramada, you're you're in this band with this guy Johnny Ramada. That's actually like you guys are have a big following up there. Your yeah, shows he's are a packed. real rock star. Yeah, we yeah. we pack some some decent houses and. Uh, but it's like a, is it like a, explain it to, is it? It's not a parody. He's just like a guy that likes to get fucked up. And play but you guys wear, but wear like funny costumes, don't you? They're, I mean, yeah, they're funny. Yeah. Uh, we wear like kind of like, I don't know, velour sort of stuff. I don't know what, what the material is. And you wear wigs? Like. Yeah. We wear wigs, yeah. And then what's the music like? Like, um, you know, use your illusion too. <laughs> oh, 14 solo, yeah. years of silence yeah. I mean that was the seminal song on that album He's, right? he's, he's a serious uh, performer uh, Johnny Ramada Oh yeah, yeah he can play really well I mean, Is that his real name? No his name is uh, well, I don't know if I Dennis should say Hall- it Dennis Holiday Inn yeah. is uh, Rowan McNiven Yeah uh, And he, he owns all these Like he owns a chain of Really good fish restaurants In San Francisco Are they called Johnny Ramada's? No they're called Uh, Yeah Oh so he owns these restaurants And then just has a rock band for fun? Everyone Yeah my dad's like Who's that homeless guy You're playing with again? I'm like no The guy's like That's cool You guys are keeping Like the spirit of San Francisco alive Sounds like it Yeah yeah, You guys do acid tests? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes yeah I mean uh, it's not you, as easy to you, get acid in San Francisco as it was in 1967. You'll, you'll, you're San Francisco for life, right? You're a lifer. Uh, I don't know. I, it sounds like he was driving no, down Malibu about coming, coming back. The Malibu Canyon State. By the way, one thing I thought about in Malibu Canyon was when we were coming home from that uh, from the, that that venue in uh, Agora Hills or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you fell asleep like the fucking Don't Cry video, and you almost killed Phil. <laughs> oh, did I? Was you I driving? Even drinking. You weren't even drinking. You were just oh, so that's tired. Right. That's when I got in that fucking jet ski thing, which, no, we're not going to talk about that uh, oh no! Let's oh, talk about oh, that. Fuck that! We're definitely, we're definitely talking about, talking that. about that. Yeah, fuck so that wait, that I was um, no. We're definitely talking. I'm so, sorry. Let's see, we're so definitely talking about. Why did they bring that up? Yeah. yeah. For, so I almost well, but I I wasn't drinking at all. I went to the sober show and I drove. And was it at a stoplight or was I actually falling asleep while I was driving? You told us later. I didn't even know. Oh, that I fell asleep. Was honest. You're you're actually a really good driver, so don't get me wrong here. And you were, and to be honest, if the police were saying, you know, what happened to those guys, I'd say, I guarantee you, the guy was stone cold sober. I was sober. Yeah, remember? No, when was we went? It was we did. Oh wait, I do remember this. We went to go see Dark Star at the Canyon Club in Agora Hills. Yep. Oh, fuck, we went to see yeah. Dark Star the night before. We got just we got real absolutely fucked up. Fucked up. Oh, yeah. Remember right. he wrestled that guy in Silver Lake? He like beat his ass. Oh yeah, and that girl was like in love with Brandon after she's, she's like, oh my god. I forgot yeah. we did. Yeah. Back I picked back. that guy up and like body slammed him. He on kept the trying sidewalk. to fight oh, Brandon. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. And then oh, he's yeah. like, boom, like put him in this like like SWAT team. Hold. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> wow, I totally forgotten all That's about that. That's where when when people realize that I'm in the Mossad, like they, yeah, I just like. Yeah, pulled that God, I even it was like a, a one second thing, and, and then just, we went to go see them again. Yeah, that's right. Kind of oh my God, like that's our, right. Our tails between our legs. Wow. But what actually ended up happening earlier that day was we rented jet skis out of Marina del Rey. Amazing idea to rent a boat or jet ski 
in LA yeah. and to go out on the ocean and look back at LA. It's awesome. It's pretty so, surreal. It was a beautiful experience. I'm sorry I fucked it up. So, but the guy was like, no, no touching into the other jet mm-hmm. skis. And immediately when we're out there, Tad just T-bone fills <laughs> jet ski and like the whole front of it fucking like it was bad, yeah. popped up. And so I was like, I bet they have like insurance or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, we pulled into the marina and uh, Mr. Mark pissed. centers. Centrance. Uh, Centrance. Child molester convicted. Now, now spell this, and you got to Google this guy. So we, we get into this whole thing, and he's not a happy camper. And he's like, no, you're fucking paying for this. And, like, it was bad. Like, I thought he was going to call the cops. And you, you did. You paid for whatever the damage. should have called the cops. But then you, you got some lawyers involved. And it turned out that this guy had just gotten out of jail for raping a teenage hitchhiker. But to be fair, I wasn't in a problem with him for suing for raping women. No, I signed that fucking rental agreement. Right, the rental agreement. Fucking life. Anyway, continue. Though. So Google this guy. Oh my God, we'll put him up in the Mark, picture. Uh, Mark M A R K S E N T Y R Z. So please yeah. continue with that. He he drugged a runaway. He drugged a runaway, raped her. He's in multiple lawsuits for sexual assault and all in Lake Lake Tahoe area. Lake Tahoe is, as my friend uh, to my left put it, a rapist paradise. Yeah. Well, when we went up Coffee, there, it's like, some shit up like there. the Nevada yeah. side is like pretty oak. It feels so like cool. Ozark. It feels like the show Ozark. There's yeah. one part on the Nevada side called Glenbrook, which is like, you know, one of the wealthiest places in America. The rest of it is oak fucking central. But that makes, when I went up there, it makes sense that a guy like Centers would be uh, knocking around up there. Raping Hitchens. And it turned out my friend, uh, you know, Charlie's little brother, you know, Charlie Britton's little brother, mm-hmm. worked yeah. for him. And he's like. He worked man, for Centers. He's like, man, that guy called me and be like, I got a pile of coke. Do you mind just sweeping that up for me? And, and Bobby was like, it was just such a novelty to ha- even have a job in Tahoe when I was right. 20. And yeah, it was awesome. So if you were renting jet skis, do not rent from this guy, Mark Centres. Yeah, and, no. But he, yeah, he's got, and then you had all these crazy connections. People knew him. He's a legend up in Tahoe for being a huge piece of scum. And your lawyers were trying to use that to get you out of paying, right? But again, that wasn't the charge. So there was no. Stupid Ted. Yeah. So, yeah. so how did that all end? I just gave up. Right. But you were you were throw, holding that over his head, right? No, I I, uh, I did, and I, but what I didn't do, I w- I wasn't like I'll expose you as a. Ra- I didn't. Do, I wish I would have done that because he was working at a jet ski place where where they were renting out stuff to like kids, right? Totally. And so I always wanted to do this like Yelp revenge thing, but then I just was like, you know what, you got to let it go. But I'm still going to do it one day. I would go do the Yelp thing. Yeah. And let everyone know he's a yeah. well, teenager. It's not libel language. Like, for me to say that he raped a teenager, he spent like a year in prison. Yeah. I think he's from a very wealthy family. So mm-hmm. he, he, he kind of looked like he might have been. No, and I read some depositions online for other cases. He was on this boat and sexually assaulted this woman. Well, when we rented the jet skis, I was like, this guy's fucking. No, there was something wrong there was with something something. We thought maybe something he was like hungover. Wrong. But no. yeah, he but had we a were, real. We like, were big time hungover. We were making jokes and he wasn't laughing at our jokes. And I was no, his like, face was red. And yeah, he was just looked like he was about to explode. He looked like he was like a serial killer. He's like his vibe was like a, a bad serial guy. killer. He's a bad dude. So that's not libel language, nor is it to say. I mean, the guy spent time in jail for for uh, molesting children. And uh, well, actually, I think he is a camp good boy listener, isn't he? I think I see him <laughs> smashing so. the yeah, light yeah, on uh, like Instagram. If, yeah, if we actually yeah. are like his favorite podcast. Yeah, centered centers. <laughs> then I would forgive I him. Think at centered centers. Yeah. Oh man. 
Yeah, he's always just like he's off centers. Yeah, he, that guy is off centers. I mean, say what you want about us, but I mean, we, we talk about you know some fucked up shit, but we don't fucking rape children, you know, or hit teenage hitchhikers. I, I haven't. No, I don't. It's not part of my. Not in a while. Day. It does. It's been a while for me. <laughs> Thirteen year olds yeah. just don't do it for me like but they used to. That was a great. That was a even even after you hit me, I was like, whatever. We still had a great fucking. Oh, jet we had ski a great ride. great ride. No, out I was there. thinking again. My little drive down the canyon. I, I just saw the Pacific Blue, and I was like, I'll never forget just looking at Santa Monica, all white and everything, and. Oh, hey, it's a beautiful place. I have recurring dreams about being out on the ocean on a jet ski. It's fucking and amazing. It's just Looking like back bliss. at LA, yeah. is, it's crazy. It's like surreal. Like the I mountains love and everything. Skis, but my parents won't let me on them anymore. Yeah, you got you, you, <laughs> I think your parents. Yeah, no more jet skis. Oh, because you know what it was. Don't he was like, don't go within like. Five feet of the other jet skis. Right. Yeah, and I was like, hey, and what's up, Phil? <laughs> yeah. Actually, a wave pushed me into you in my defense. No, I mean, no, but I got what, too close. Well, had you ever been on a jet ski before? Yeah, in Lake Tahoe, not in the Pacific Ocean. Did you rent it from Mark Centres <laughs> up there? I fucking hope not. You know who I ran on? on uh, Phil would know this. Uh, do you know who I went on a jet ski with the other time? A man by the name of Greg LeMond. Ah. I don't know who that is. Bike rider. Oh, we went the Tour de France like tour. two times. Nice, you went jet skiing with him. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Were you on the back, like on the back, arms around? Uh, no, we, we went <laughs> kind of just slaloming. Oh, got it. <laughs> nice. Um, That'll be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of going back to the Grateful Dead a little bit, and you can feel free to open up as much as you want. But you and Jerry Garcia have something in common. Don't you? Oh, I'll open up that until the cows come <laughs> up. But, I mean, I already interrupted him. He got pissed at me. Um, but, yes, uh, one day I went to a place to recover from uh, alcoholism. Uh-huh. And uh, this uh, person put me in there and pointed to the room next door. And there's only two inpatient rooms, if you will. It was a very hippie, very nice place, actually. And he said, there was one man that has died here. And I obviously knew who the fuck it was. And, and they can't, they kind of keep it like a mausoleum almost. Where people don't stay in there? Not that I know of. They don't, they don't, there's not like dead posters in there and shit, but there's, you know. <laughs> it's not like the Morrison room with the outside <laughs> When I was there, yeah. <laughs> they have like the Jerry Glove t shirt, those body gloves. Oh, I was on uh, Lincoln Boulevard today and there was like recovery stop here. Like, I'm gonna stop in a fucking street. There's one across the street. And request. I'm like, oh, I need to get sober. That's, right across the street. Uh, it's nail salon, dog grooming, coffee shop. Upstairs is a detox center. Yeah, you uh, can find me in a strip What is detox a detox center. center? You just go get like an IV? No or? idea. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe that's what it is. It's like if you're just all fucked up and you need to get clean. Maybe that's up. what it is. But detox so, is if you have like an opioid problem, you got three days to get clean. So you went to the same rehab that Jerry died at. He died in that rehab? Yes, he's the only person that died. Did he, did you feel any kindred connection to the spirit or to be honest i was i pretended that i did but i was so fucking depressed when i went in there that it right. was like just like man just get me out of here did you like rehab uh at the end i did yeah uh did you make any no I, I didn't i mean obviously i'm here i'm sitting here with a beer in my hand but <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i mean i, I definitely I, I have no beef with uh Rehab, they, you know, they're nice people. You know? Do, was it the twelve steps? Do they want you to like believe in a higher But I don't, power? I don't, I don't hate that though. I, don't, I mean, I, I, at the time, I was I rebelled against it, but I, I don't have any beef with people trying to get their lives together. You know, right? But was it a lot? Was it? A, what did you have to be like? I'm Teddy Moore, and. Uh... Was it a lot of that? Yes, I fucking hated it. My parents would come in and I have to be like, oh, "I'm Tad Moore. I'm a fucking drug addict, alcoholic," and it was embarrassing. Yeah. 
Well, hey, it was funny. Well, you're here on Kim. You made it to Kim. Good boy. Some of the bet you're up there. A lot of the greats have been. So, but uh, there's not people that are just like, and you know, sometimes you can, you know, we can hear Jerry snoring in there. (laughs) We can, we can hear him smoking (laughs) rat. There was one guy when I first came in, and he was like, you know, Garcia died here, and I was like, well, there was like a condition. I was like, I'm not going to rehab. They're like, what about the Garcia one? I was like, all right, I'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so they the room they don't no one stays in the room. It's like empty. They might, but at the time I was there, it was was completely. There's got to be some weird deadheads that worked. That have like try to have like no, a seance. People that are from are deadheads, and that's why they're in rehab. Like some of the people that work there. But one guy who just retired, I'm still in touch with him on Facebook. Cause he's a very nice guy. He said that once Garcia died, they would get calls like, "You fucking killed Garcia," you know, like, "Oh, oh my god!" Dude. It's like, come on, man. You know, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People um, are fucking fucked up. Wait, what was I going to ask? Were there you? people that got were getting kicked out of that center? Like people that like fell off the wagon? More like uh, younger people. Were there like oxy thoughts there? Um, I've. I mean, is this going to be on the thing? Um, it, I, I actually was maybe 20 days in. Suddenly, I was just Mr. Happy, and uh, I had this hunting jacket on that I used to wear when I was, you know, out and about. Kind <laughs> <Found> of <a> fucking... <laughs> They'd never drug tested me while I was there, except this one day, and I found a fucking big bag of fucking Yale. And I was like, <laughs> nice. Come on. It was like, snort me. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I just threw it in the garbage and ran away. And then, like, five minutes later, they're like, we're going to need you for a urine test. And I was like, nice. Thank God. Thank fucking God. Yeah, that would have been. You, you know, just ripped the rail uh, before yeah. your drug test. No, yeah, because I had sent you a cowboy hat uh, about a week before, I think. That was uh, in before rehab, yeah. Right, yeah. But you, I was trying to figure out, like, why the why couldn't you, you were having trouble, like, they receiving the package, and then it was, like, somewhere, and, like, you couldn't get it. And I was like, why is Tad being so weird? I'm trying to, like, send him this hat. And, like, this isn't, like, sending someone cowboy hat behavior. <laughs> but I realized you were in the midst of your, like... Uh, downfall to rehab, so I was kind of like, cool, yeah. all right, whatever. No, I missed all that DJ Khaled shit or whatever you guys are into. <laughs> ah, that's right. My, yeah. the, the source of my Perfect news, time to go to rehab. They didn't have TV, so it was like the, the my source of news was the Marine Independent Journal, where all they do is like airplane stuff and like local news, so. Oh, and you weren't allowed to have your phone, right? I had it for like five minutes a day, but I, right. I, I didn't, it, this was after the hat thing, but. Uh, and then everybody there is like smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I didn't smoke, so I wasn't a big part of the social scene, and I wasn't single, so that's another thing. Like, a lot of people uh, can you like, get, like can you get laid there, there you know? and you can hook up with them? No, you have to sign something that says you cannot engage in sexual activity, or you'll get kicked out. Get kicked out. Now, a lot of the people that get kicked out are the uh, the younger people, right? You know? So like, there's like some younger girls, and they'll like you know some guy will bring them some meth one night, and then they'll you know next thing you know they're gone, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> You know, you know what I love about that show, Californication, is when Everything. He, he goes to rehab, and it's like they treat rehab like it's the Delta House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like no respect for like like addiction and recovery. It's like the fucking craziest shit that happens there. Is it kind of peaceful though to get away? Oh, it was great. I mean, I lived in this beautiful part of Marin County, and you know, the fog rolls in every night. It was great. I mean, Jerry's it, the, <laughs> the mistral yeah. wind Jerry's, Jerry's comes blanket. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> It's, you just uh, hear like It's great to just read like magazines all day and shit, yeah. which I loved. Um, but it sucks to be like, oh at five, I gotta fucking listen to some fifty five year old cry about his fucking <laughs> 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 It's like be a fucking man, you know? I didn't cry <laughs> one fucking time when I was in there. Right. Just did about, you did you tell stories about L V D and your songwriter oh, yeah. buddy <laughs> Everyone, that got you all fucked the up? The problem that I did, the reason that I probably <laughs> didn't really work because I became kind of the class clown. Oh was, right. Like, yeah, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm in Spain, you know, with my wife and you know, blow yeah, so she was they were they didn't like that. How how long were you there? Twenty eight days. 
Okay. And then I was like, later. <laughs> yeah, you were like, peace sign yeah, up. I'm out. I, I quit drinking out. for a while after, but. Um, yeah. What was the one thing you took away from there? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a uh, more. Uh, You're careful. More, more careful now. on a yeah, jet ski. No, I mean, in fact, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to chill out now. It's just, I the other day I saw it, like. My nose was like turning red. I was like, I don't want to be one of those fucking mix on like streets of San Francisco. Like, like, not <laughs> no, mixed like the other guy. Like the know? gin blossoms. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Fuck that. You know, I was like, I don't want to look like I'm 60 when I'm, you know, 40. Yeah. Uh, how much time we got there left? We got about two minutes. Nice. That's my favorite part about that band, the Gin Blossoms. Is when I first heard them, I'm like, oh, they're this like poppy kind of like cook like fucking straight edge band and nah because nah. i didn't know what gin blossom meant oh, they're way darker they're than fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah way darker i think these are the 28 they're clubs huge alcoholic right? they named their band after the veins in your yeah. nose from drinking too much i didn't even know about that too i was like i didn't know, either i'm 38 now i think yeah. that's great now i love the gin blossoms but you're looking pretty good for a man who's uh definitely put back his weight in uh in in uh Grain, yeah, no, I mean, distilled uh, beverages. I finally, yeah. I think I've hit my quota on the on the hard stuff. So yeah, just I, I still like crushing them with the guys. You know, yeah, you still have your hey. da- Daniel Day Lewis uh, good looks. <laughs> oh, well, you're you're a man after my own heart. Yeah. <laughs> did you, how much did you love his new movie? That was the best. Uh, the one where he oh, plays that was this, so teased, uh, where he's like a trailer. trailer. Yeah. That yeah. was a good the dressmaker. It's called like a common thread or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking teased. Phantom thread. <laughs> yeah. oh, the Phantom thread. Menace. The fa- yeah. yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It was basically like Casino to uh, There Will Be Blood. Like because you needed after Goodfellas, you yeah. needed another dose, so you got you Casino. And this was like we're going to give the, the fans a little bit more of that There Will Be Blood. Yeah, because you know what didn't fill that void for me? Lincoln. No, that movie <laughs> sucked. Yeah. I didn't make it to I think the, it was so boring I didn't, I didn't make it to the second act no, yeah. Phantom Thread was at the edge of my seat I was like it was what's good. gonna happen I haven't I, done that in a movie in a long time and I it know Lincoln is like a great president he did a lot of great things for people but um, boring boring <laughs> and also Lincoln scared me as a kid because there's always the stories about him haunting like the White oh, House yeah. and then he looks like Ichabod Crane he's very ghosty if you saw him walking down Hollywood Boulevard you'd be like Get uh, that fucking guy. Yeah, get this yeah, fucking hit from me. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what they, you know, it's funny. John Wilkes Booth probably thought the same thing. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to kill this <laughs> creepy fuck. It's weird that John Wilkes Booth was like an actor, like an artsy guy, but he was also like a full on racist. So he was like a kind of John Voight kind of guy or something. Oh, yeah. is that what, oh did he kill him because yeah, he, he freed he the was, slaves? He was up for the part in um, Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> is that why he killed Lincoln? Because Lincoln freed the slaves? I think yeah. so. Because remember, yeah. we were like, where's John Wilkes Booth and you need him about, you know, some another president, and then uh, Brandon was like, "Actually, he would like Trump." <laughs> yeah. John Wilkes Booth would yeah. love him. Would so love him. Th- yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a uh, picture Lineage. Like, with like him wearing a MAGA hat. Oh like, yeah, shooting everybody. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Yeah. Like shooting Obama or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I there. I don't know a lot of stories, and I didn't make it all the way through Lincoln, but. Our, when he freed the slaves, and it was just like, was it just like slave Mardi Gras? Like, did everyone, was there, was everyone like partying in the streets or what? No, I did, don't think so at all. Did I they think it was go more but, sad? I mean, in the they, north, maybe. Did I, they I come know. up and like thank him? I don't remember him like a lot of slaves like coming up and being like, "Thank you, Mr. Lincoln, for doing that because it really sucked." Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, don't know I mean, I'm sure that. so. There were some Very, letters like written to. Yeah, there was I'm some sure there was some. Notes. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. hey man, that was like really cool. What you did. I think the slave owners were like, hey, sit down. They were not yeah, happy. They were assholes. not happy campers. <laughs> yeah. But he was a, uh, he was a Republican, wasn't he? 
Yes, but Republicans were very different. It's ironic. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, no, totally. Like Andrew but, Jackson was a Democrat, I think. But I also don't think like wanting humans enslaved is necessarily a party. Like, right. Uh, it was thing. different. Yeah, I think it was different. Yeah, yeah, no, he wasn't, but he wasn't like an abolitionist. He was like right. just a guy that had the power to, to do it. But it wasn't like, you know, it was later in his presidency. If you want to also go into a Google wormhole, do some research on the Underground Railroad. Harry oh, Tubman's yeah. thing because that yeah. was that yeah, was a did. crazy yeah. was elaborate uh, network of tunnels and yeah she uh, there's still areas where like there people will just find like oh I'm sure it's like oh shit what the fuck is this I think it's there's like, a, like there's a, like Roanoke yeah you ever go down there and party with your <laughs> we just friends join the yeah. underground railroad uh, <laughs> oh, man. whoa is that a ghost no it was my life definitely uh, sound like a ghost. Well, uh, well Tad, the homie Tad Moore. I mean, you're for, well. We haven't really acknowledged you're like one of our biggest listeners. Yeah. So yeah, no, we I'm can't a huge thank fan. You yeah, enough for the support. The one thing I wanted to say before is it's uh, before we end is that it's gotten much more highbrow on here uh, until we went into the slavery thing. Um, <laughs> it used to be like you guys couldn't name Slobodan Milosevic. Now it's like uh, <laughs> you know, have you heard of the Mayhala He? It's <laughs> the, the Mandela for the monolithic, but it's really the Paleolithic era. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really uh, this is really anyway, uh, sophisticated. Yeah. yeah, but you, but like when when we haven't posted a show, you're like, what? No show this week? Like you're dialed in. You and Joe Gannon. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, and usually like within a couple hours of posting it, you're like texting me. Uh, cool it's parts. Fucking hilarious. So, yeah. I love it. It's what keeps us keeps what keeps us doing it for fans like this. Speaking of fans. We got some shout outs. Yeah, let's see who we got here. Shout out to uh I don't know how Louis Rock Louis Rocco DDS. Shout out to him. Yeah, I don't he, know who that is. He smashes the like, right? He does, yeah. Shout out to uh Rizzle Jizzle Pizzle. <laughs> These are fucking hey, shout out to Hand Golf Jimmy. So this is some of our followers on Instagram. <laughs> All hand golf. Yeah, thanks nice. for uh, thanks for thanks the support. For the support. Guys. Yeah. Keep smashing that like. Snooks man. Morris, too. I got it. Shout uh, out to Catherine Morris, yeah, your wife. Friends. And uh, so go back, listen to some Lover's Diamond songs on your Spotify yep. or wherever you stream music to hear some of the classics. Cinema uh, Tad, uh, that was the band. And uh, don't forget Sister, which was um, named the best song of 2008 by Rolling Stone mm-hmm. Magazine, co written by yours truly. And you're um, on the keys. You're on the keys there. Actually, Luke filled in for me. But. And then uh, <laughs> you, you've got your band, Johnny Ramada. I got Johnny Ramada. And I got a Tad Moore show uh, December 7th. Where's that? Uh, Cafe de Nord in San Francisco. All right. So for all the San Francisco, Ramada, yeah. for all the San Francisco listeners, uh, if you're up in San Francisco, go check Have out. Have you played um, at the Purple Onion? Uh, no, Howie has. It's not called that anymore, but yeah, uh, it's a Robin Williams place, whatever. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to Robin Williams. Rest in peace. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, well, this was great. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for coming on. Thank thanks you very for much. Coming on. This is I feel this feels good going into our thirties. Yeah, this is a good. I'm very mature. You on MSNBC where they're always like, "Good to be with you." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's any Mandela effect in some Camp Good Boy episodes. Like, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely are. There's like, yeah, there's episodes where we didn't realize that Dave. Like, you look at a picture of the Zara episode and Dave's in it. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. That, I was thinking that like that's Mandela effect shit. It's like, no, I was there. My we're, microphone we're like, really isn't orange. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks. Man. And uh, we have next week, uh, I think, Jay Kalowski to have a really aggressive conversation about veganism. And then I'm really excited for two weeks from now, we have uh, Fern from uh, Ragtop Fern's Barbecue. Oh, oh, yeah. Voted in by Bon Appetit or one of these magazines, 30 best barbecue in the country. He's the 30th? Third, he's in the, you know, he's in the list of the 30 best yeah. barbecue in the United States. And the man doesn't even have a restaurant. He just sells it out of his smoker 
in his uh, out in front of the courtyard of his apartment in K Town. It's the fucking coolest shit ever. He's coming on. He's super bringing, excited. He's some barbecue. Super excited to get Fern on here and. Uh, and uh, well, thanks as always. And Thank Taddy, safe travels. Thank you guys. Love that you still have that Grateful Dead T-shirt. I always will. Yeah, son will. <laughs> It'll. You'll be able to see it in the picture. And, um, and all right, thank campers. You to the homie Tad Moore. The homie Tad Moore. Episode thirty. Thank you, my my guy. Just begin to fall.